Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Brenton Cliff's Fleet Circus. I am Cliff. Hello, and I'm Brett. I like that dance as you were uh, introducing yourself there. You know what? I've had uh, what I can only describe as a challenging week. Mm. But uh, the, instantly, as soon as we started this call, I'm, I'm buoyed. You did you? <laughs> You're buoyed. Like a buoy. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, we call them boys, don't we? Uh-huh, yeah, we do. So I, I buoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Why like do the that. Americans like call the them buoys and we call like them boys? I don't like the sound of that so much, though. So, well, know. you don't like uh, the idea of being buoyed? I'm buoyant. Okay, let's just say that. <laughs> okay, I'm... yeah, let's say that. Who are you, anyway? Who are... I said who I was. You must have missed Idiot. it. Uh-huh. I'm too engrossed in my own reflection. You're too engrossed looking at that stupid jumper you've got on? Uh-huh. I can't, I can't get enough. <laughs> you love it, don't you? Hey, it, it, I, you I'm not what, sure bro? if it suits you or not, Cliff, I, to be I, honest. Well, you're in the minority because I've heard from <laughs> numerous people that it's a good look on us, right? So I'm always a little bit like Noel Edmonds with a beard and that and well, the jumper. Good. <laughs> oh, good. No, that's a very nice jumper, Cliff. I'm only joking. Who would you want us to look like? Who would you prefer to look like? Who would I prefer you to look like? Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. A couple of people. Probably. Oh, I've just closed what? down all my notes and stuff. Ah. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Do you need uh-huh. them? Do I need them? Uh-huh. How else am I going to know about the synopsis of that? <laughs> you see the pressure's got you this week. You, you got to do the synopsis and you're fucking up already. I've crumbled. Haven't you? I'm not even anywhere near it. I've crumbled. <laughs> you've crumbled <laughs> under the accusations that you're Edmonds in disguise. Ah. <laughs> oh. Right, how are well, you? There you go. Yeah, I'm all right. I've had a week off this week, but uh, oh, very nice. Well, I've just been like a taxi driver all week, to be honest. Because uh, <laughs> changing your job, <laughs> yeah, because Lennon's damaged his ankle ligaments playing football. Oh no, I know, and it's it's swollen like a balloon. Oh shit! So I've been uh, there. I've been there, there, Lennon. It's horrible. <laughs> so I was in A and A with him yesterday for the second time. Because oh. it's not getting any better. Oh no! And he he refuses. Is he still have an emergency the second time. Eh? 
Yeah. Until still an emergency the second time round. It was because the, the swells are called going down or whatever. So, but he, he, he says, I'm not wearing that boot. Why? The class? To give him the boot. I know. That's what I said, bro. He wouldn't I have it. I'll tell you what, I've, I've got a lot of respect for Lennon, but he's made the wrong choice there. <laughs> I'll tell him. I'll tell him. <laughs> he's tough as nails on. He's just walking about on it and stuff like that. Well, that's but, not going to uh, be good in the long run, Brett. Hey, I know, I know. I have advised. Well, he won't listen. You give him he the advice, listen. have you? Yes, of course. Follow the advice. Okay, okay. So what you what you've been doing? You said it was challenging. Well, I was in. Uh, I told you I was going to Abu Dhabi for a few days. Oh uh, yes. So I was away on Valentine's Day. Oh, it was just long days, man. I went to the desert. Uh, nice. For a drive, came back again. Saw some. Did camels. you get lost? No, no. Just was a long way. Saw some camels. Saw right. some gazelles. Uh huh. So. Some dogs. Sand. Lots of sand. Lots of um, sand. Uh, sand and dogs. Horses, what they're doing there. Love the horse over here, man. Did they? I mm-hmm. thought it was just the camels. I thought the horse no. had been pushed to one side no. in favour of the camel. No, they're uh, just uh, proudly side by side. Are they? Oh, well, it's nice that they're, you know, together. Yeah, no, just long days, late nights, lots of work. Not, like, mm-hmm. away from my family, you know, for a couple of nights. Not a lot, but. When... Hey Cliff, when you went away though, did you take that uh, mustard jumper with you just to cheer yourself up? No, because I wanted something to look forward to. We're coming back. <laughs> did you put it on as, as soon as you I got asked home? I to hang it on the front door. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm bothered about the family man. Where's my jumper? I haven't got a Noel Edmonds beard, by the way. I don't know why you're saying that. <laughs> Stop looking at yourself. You're supposed well, to be I don't looking at it, me. I am looking at you. You're not. You're looking at that little, You've got little smock. screen up atop. You're always looking at yourself, you're, Cliff. You're wearing a smock. I'm not wearing a smock. What is it then? You look like Fryer Tuck. It's a good look at it, Fryer Tuck. Hey, it's a bit of knitwear. It's better than yours. It's not a, a gigarish colour. Outlandish. Yeah. Well, uh, what are you drinking anyway? You know what I'm drinking? Hawks Ridge. You look what I've paired the mustard top with. <laughs> you paired it with a mustard wine. A glass of white wine. <laughs> it looks mustardy though. Maybe it's, it's the reflection. Because the... you can see yeah. through it to the jumper. That's why. It, you're like <laughs> Jesus, aren't you really, Cliff? That's who we actually are. That's the beard that I'm going for, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's multi Jesus and his multicolored top. Well, that's, that's the different... name of that play, that's isn't it? A different fella. But uh, as you well know, Brett, it's Pancake Day next week. <laughs> Big day in the Jesus calendar. Just choked on the Hawks Ridge. <laughs> so, Jason yeah. Donovan played Jesus, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He did, multicolored swap shop. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to? I haven't been up to out special, to be honest. Oh, not, I... not watching out, not really reading out. I've watched a couple of films in that. Uh, I watched a film that was okay. I quite enjoyed it. Okay. It was called The Infernal Machine. It was about a writer. That Infernal Machine. That was all right. Machine. What was it about? goddamn Infernal Machine. Is it about a laminator that goes haywire? <laughs> it is, yes. That's what it's about. It's about a washing machine. And you know all about the washing machines, don't you? Don't get me started. 
don't get me started on the washing machines. Um, it, it was the, that fella from Naples or whatever. He's in Memento. He's good. Oh, I'm again. a big fan, Guy Pierce. Yeah, Guy Pierce. Yeah, because I like him, so I'll, I'll watch stuff with him in. Uh-huh, and it was good. Too, like, he he kind of you. carries the film just all on his own, and he's got a, a Yorkshire accent in it. All right, okay, it's strange. But who who else is in it, and what's it about? Just particular, it's just him really. He's, a, he's like a reclusive writer who's a recluse and he starts getting these letters sent from from a okay. fan. Is it, is it from himself? Well, there's twists in the film, okay. which I think you know, I wouldn't want to spoil. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but it was good though, I enjoyed it. What else? And you I, said I, there was another one. Yeah, I tried to watch Tenet again. No. Just in case I've missed something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I tried to watch again. Well, so it's just rubbish. It's just rubbish. <laughs> what a sucker for punishment. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's just not a very good form. Can you see what I've got on here? Wristband. Yeah, I've got a wristband. Conference. Conference, yeah. Is that what it says? Yeah. Or does it say confidence? Conference, not confidence. Does it give you confidence? No. It allows us access to any conference. Accents? <laughs> it allows me accents. <laughs> it gives you various for, accents. For any conference that would be mint if you had a watch that would give you, know, you like various on, uh, accents. Battlestar Galactic. Is it Battlestar Galactic? Does that happen? What, where they have different accents? Is it, like, there's a film in the 80s that's a bit like Star Wars or Battlestar Galactic where there's a, they can... They put it on and they can understand any alien language. It's a bit like that. Allows us to any international conference. Uh, it means I, think, I can uh, speak on stage. The TARDIS does that on Doctor Who. Does and it, I think, okay. it, yeah, and I think the Starship Enterprise does it as well. well I think a, there's a worse thing than those two films. Uh-huh. Might be The Last Starfighter. I think it might I be. That. I don't think I've ever seen that, you know. But it's, it's crap compared to Star Wars and that, but you know. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Hey, you were slagging off Star Wars last week, weren't you? It's not the Godfather and that. Well, it's not... I think you might have cut that bit out, actually. Did you cut it out? I think you might I can't have. remember seeing it, listening to it, cutting it out. I guess you, were, you were pissed, weren't you, last week? You were in a right old mood last week, weren't you, Cliff? <laughs> uh-huh. Had a right bee in your bonnet? Yeah, what about? I didn't know all kinds of stuff. You I was out of work like, do before I came home. That's why I got a bit overexcited. You did. I, 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 I was nearly slapped you on the wrist for your bit. Yeah, I was yeah. a bit uh, bit late getting home tonight. I was hoping to see Pearl before she went to bed, but I missed her. So I left her a message on my way back. Said, oh, Pearl, I hope you had a nice day. I'm really sorry. I'm not going to see you before bed, but uh, I'm going to have a great time at the weekend. I'll have loads of adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm stuck in traffic. Uh, but I can't wait to see you in the morning. And what happens is uh, Francesca and Annie normally re- replies with a voice message where she goes, say, that, say hello, Daddy, you love him, you'll see him tomorrow. And she went, mm-hmm. no. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you get. No. Stuck. Stuck. You get she kept going, stuck, stuck. What do you mean, stuck? <laughs> <laughs> She's absolutely furious. Um, <laughs> so let's see if you... Let's see if she does want to see us in the morning. I hope she does. I'm sure she will. Yes, Things of course. She's, she's a toddler. Her mind and opinion changes every 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it does. She's completely forget about it in the morning. <laughs> she won't forget completely. about it, but she'll she'll be able to have a nice time and then remind us about it later. Oh, will she? She will remind you, will she? She's yes. got a good memory for those yes. type of things. Absolutely loves that stuff. Uh-huh. 
Oh, well, that's good. Hey, uh, Cliff, um, did you know, right? I mean, I, I do, for example, but there you go. Do you know about clematises? Have you got a clematis? What are they? Uh, I don't know. The simplest rule is if it flowers before June, do not prune. Okay. Well, That's like the that. rule. Yeah, it's a good rule, isn't it? I just thought I'd tell you about that, you know, from your own knowledge. Right. Well, thank you very much. I like that rule. Hey, and you can never have too much green, Cliff. <laughs> That's what the drug is. So I said, anyway, what, so. from Covetus? Well, no, this just from any green, really. That's uh, that's what I think. You know, if it's green, yes, accept it. You know, bring it into your heart and love it. That's what I say. <laughs> I Do will, they? I will. Clashes mm-hmm. with the mustard a bit, but you know. It does. Green pants and mustard top. That's what you should have, shouldn't you? <laughs> have you got a pair of uh, trousers that you wish you'd never bought, Cliff? Not that I still own. But yes, originally, yes. Well, what other? Originally, yeah, just at some point, yeah. I bought originally. some, like, uh, you know, like sand-coloured, like, slacks that I thought would be uh-huh. good, uh, like, airy for in the hot climate over here. Um, mm-hmm. I got them taken up because they weren't quite the right fit. Um, never, ever wore them, just give them away. Like, they weren't Did a you? massive investment. But it was just a waste oh, of time. Oh, no, I mean, the trousers, aren't they? Can I remember Nobby's orange jeans that he used of to course, put, insist yeah. were stylish? <laughs> <Orange jeans. laughs> Nobody orange else jeans. has ever had a pair of orange jeans. Um, no, they haven't. I, mean, I think they were the only pair sold to Nobby, weren't they? <laughs> and he got them out of the catalogue, didn't he? <laughs> My last for Christmas, boys, I, I said, I want some nice cord brown trousers mm-hmm, right expecting uh, to buy like some stylish skinny type ones yeah yeah she bought us like teacher ones <laughs> huge ones <laughs> like big wide <laughs> big huge giant cord trousers so yeah that's i think oh, i didn't buy them but i, I do regret the fact that in me wardrobe <laughs> is there an acceptable time before they can just disappear <laughs> maybe like when we'll have a bonfire yeah what you put uh-huh. there don't worry about that very flammable what's, what's that corduroy smell <laughs> does corduroy smell of course it does yeah is it i'm gonna have to have a sniff later it smells of pipes <laughs> it smells like you can remember that plaster scene that you used to get at school in the packet yeah <laughs> and it was like you could like you could tear like strips off it thin strips yeah yeah, it was like that. It was like that. I remember that. Hey, Brett, what we're talking about mm-hmm. tonight? Hey, Cliff, we're talking about Interpol, mm-hmm. the band. Aren't we? Here we are. That's what we're talking about tonight. It, it was it my choice or yours? I think it was a, it was a, a consensus choice. Yes, that I can't remember what we're talking about them. And I think, oh, we could it, talk yeah. about that in the podcast. We're talking specifically about their debut album. Turn on mm-hmm. the bright lights. Would you like to have a little synopsis? I, I would indeed. After I've been looking forward to this. Okay, Cliff. Well, turn on the bright lights is a lovely rainbow cake that first appeared on American TV. Ah, uh, I, I fucked it already. Oh no! It's you harder see, than it looks, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you see, you criticize me, don't you? Totally different. <laughs> Every week, Cliff, you criticize me. They'll give you one job this week and you blow it. I mean, you Criticize blew it at the start anyway. Life. 
Could yeah, you exactly. Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know it is harder. Anyway, I did write one. So turn on the bright lights. On, debut studio album by Interpol. The American rock band released it in August 2012. Despite not yeah. cracking the top 100 in the UK or the USA, it was a critical hit. And their sound on the album was likened to New Order, Ride, The Strokes and Joy Division. Billboard Billboard wrote that the band had created... Who's Billboard? Billboard. You know, I was here with them. Did you? Uh-huh. Has he got cord trousers as well? Billboard in the cord, that's what he used to call. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as he passed his test bread, he bought a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did. Uh-huh, he did. So Billboard, the US mm-hmm. chart organisation wrote Mm -hmm. that the band had created an homage to their particular vision of the 1980s that stands proudly amongst the best of its idols. What's it got to do with them? The charts don't write about people, do they? Well, in America... Why why is Bill Borden, he's caught, talking about them? (laughs) Recurring. I mean, he didn't didn't even get into the top 100, what the the title was. They want to just leave it, leave it be, don't they? Stupid. What a tagging of Um Can't believe it didn't get in the top 100. Like, that's a travesty, isn't it? I know. It was like finished? just outside the top 100 in England, and it was 150 or something in, in America. Um, it was ranked in like end-of-year polls by the music mags. Uh, it, you know, it wasn't top of any of them, but it was like 10th best album of the year, 15th best album of the year, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it did have like a good reputation when it came out. Um, when did you first hear it, Brett? I I would have uh, heard the song Slow Hands before any of these songs because I completely missed this oh, album. Yeah, it's not probably because it did it didn't. I know that's what I mean because it it completely you know passed us by. I was probably off my head at this time on various things, so okay. I missed it. Um, but I, 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 do, I do remember the, the song Slow Hands, which is on the album after this, isn't it? Yeah, Antics. Uh-huh. Antics, yes. But I've recently, well, I've been playing me guitar game and stuff, me, uh-huh. me game on me PlayStation that teaches us how to play the guitar. And I downloaded all that, well, I, I would say about six songs of theirs, and there's a lot from this album on there. And that's what got us into them. Are you sure? Because I remember in your coming to your house and playing uh-huh. the rock band game and uh PDAs on that game and you used to play that all the time and I thought that yeah, was the I first can't time remember doing it. that. I can't remember doing that though. I, I only remember it from the actual one that the Rocksmith, which actually teaches you how to play the real guitar. So I can't remember doing that on rock band or whatever. Well, I, I've read I it was remember that you did. I remember it because you, you no, loved it and you hadn't heard it before. Uh, uh-huh. But I'd already seen them. Like I had this when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that was back 2012 was oh, 2012 was uh, prime me buying every CD that ever came out era. So uh, it was obviously in the enemy and stuff talking about it. So you bought it then because it's 2002, isn't it? 2002, oh, is 20. it? Yeah. Well, I, got, I see. I did fuck up the synopsis. I said 2012. 
Did you? Um, you have to do. I'll tell you what, Cliff. Let's just scrap the whole thing and just do it all over again. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Why? Oh, you can you can you can cleverly edit your yourself out like you do every week, and to correct yourself. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when people Hold listen on. to the battle, you'll see it, and then just you'll just quiet. go two over the top. <laughs> be quiet for a second. No, I'm gonna be quiet now. Hey, when do you just ever be quiet, quiet when be I'm quiet doing the synopsis? August. Right, go on. August two thousand and two. Just wanted to say that. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to say that. Then. Yeah, I wonder no why. Reason. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I went to see them. I got it when it came out. You know, that was mm-hmm. what movie then? Twenty one. I got it when it came out, and they were on an M- NME tour that I saw in Newcastle. It was them, the Polyphonic mm-hmm. Spree, the Datsuns, right. and the Thrills. Was four bands, uh, and these were the best ones of all of those four yeah. bands. Uh-huh. Uh, so I really like the album, but I think it's something that I probably like more now than I did then. Um, uh huh. You know what? I know why I think that is. I think the more you listen to it, the better it gets. Mm-hmm. This album, I think it's one of them, isn't it? It's like it's a grower, isn't it? I think it's a grower. There's some immediate songs and music on there. Um, but I think it like has its own little world, doesn't it? Like, uh, yeah, and once you're in it, it, it is very much a complete album, I think, from start to finish. There's some mm-hmm. songs that are clearly more suited to being singles, I think, than others. But I think it is like its own atmosphere. It creates its own thing. And I think for a debut album, for a band, it sets out the stall perfectly for what they're all about, which I think give them problems the next album and the next time the next album. But uh, Brett, how would you describe the music? Well... I mean, the music's right up my street. It's crashing guitars. It's it's melancholy sort of stuff, isn't it? At the same time, mm. but I think the guitar is excellent. And uh, yeah, one of the things that I like about all of the songs, like why I'm saying the grow on you, is the the songs change like about sometimes you know two or three times each yeah. song changes yeah. into something else, and I and think it, it's Sorry. it makes you want to listen. To the whole thing, yeah, and I, I think with obviously music now, where people it's so accessible that people just like it, they'll switch it on. Oh, I didn't like this. They'll switch it off. I think this band, I think Interpol, have suffered from that a little bit because it's you need to listen to the whole thing to get yeah. you know the whole. I think song. you need to listen to a whole song and you need to listen to a whole album. You're right about that. Yeah. And I didn't really realize until I was listening to it this week with a bit more like purpose. My favorite mm-hmm. song on the album changes loads. We'll probably talk about yeah. that a bit later, but like I didn't really realize that until I was paying like even more attention to it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like say people say they sound a bit like New Order and Joy Division. I think that's because he's so the singer is a guy called Paul Banks, who was born in England, I think. But these are a New York band. Um, yeah, he's a model as well. Do you think he's a handsome he? chap? I didn't know he was a model. You've been a... I've, I've watched a bit of the live stuff. They're all very handsome. The guitarist, I think, is a little more handsome than him. So, That's yeah, so the thing is, Paul Banks, his voice, I suppose, is deep and sounds American in a way that Ian Curtis's voice sounds American sometimes when he sings yeah. and is also deep. I, I th- I'm pretty sure when these came out, I read something with him 
and he said he had never heard Joy Division before. And I yeah, cannot, that's a lie, isn't I it? I cannot believe that to be true. <laughs> that's a completely lie. I mean, the, the Joy Division and Ian Curtis connection is obvious, isn't it? That, that's, that's I who think he so, sounds because like. it's like miserable. I don't, yeah, it's like melancholy. Say, but it's... Yeah, it's not miserable. It's like more like you know, it's melancholy type stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But even the lyrics and stuff like that sound like Ian Curtis's lyrics, I think. But yeah, I don't think they're, they're, they're their own band. Yeah, well, possibly not because uh, I enjoyed the vision. So yeah, there's been like people saying the bass sounds like Peter Hook in New Order. I don't necessarily agree with that either. Um, mm-hmm. rides and shoegazy stuff. Yes, I think Daniel Kessler, the guitarist, guitar. There's like big waves of like noise coming through, and but there's also like kind of maybe not jangly other than on one song, but there's like big riffs and stuff as well. And yeah. people said the strokes. Well, I would say these are like the anti-strokes. So I don't know about you. I the anti-strokes. They, I, they I came think out the, about the same time, but about I think the same time. Because it was, uh, and they're from New York as well, aren't they? So they yeah. would have been a, around each other at the, at the same time. And it's like the, the, the post-punk sort of revival stuff, isn't it? Yes. That's what group they In do. Slightly different. So I think for Strokes are like five fellas who are like super cool. Um, and the songs are like about going out and getting pissed. You can't, you can't really hear his voice very much. It's kind of buried in the in the mix, and they're a bit mm-hmm. like kind of goofy, even though they're super cool apparently. Whereas I think these aren't cool at all. The goths, really, I think, are more like goths. The songs, you, you think, aren't Interpol are goths? Pop. I think, yeah, I think they're goths. Do I, don't, you? I don't think that the songs are poppy like the Strokes were. Uh, and I, and I just think they're like two sides of the same coin, both very much New York bands, but one that's singing about New York, the subways of porno, and like they're talking uh-huh. about stabbing themselves in the neck and stuff like that, whereas the Strokes are talking about going out and getting pissed and getting off the lasses in bedrooms and parties yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I think, think they're, they're, they're linked. But I, I think if the, oh, the music comes from a darker place, doesn't it? And you, yeah. you can tell, like, you know, with his Ian Curtis style sort of singing as well. I mean, that's just his voice, isn't it? It's, it's not his fault. He sounds a bit like Ian Curtis, really. Is it? Yeah. I don't, I don't think know. he's doing it deliberately, is he? I wouldn't have thought so. And I think, I also think, I remember the editors came out about a year later, who I would say are entirely copied off Interpol, even though I like some of their songs as well. And I'm mm-hmm. sure I read him say that he'd never heard of Joy Division either. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so what you think is he's read this interview where the singer from Interpol said, I've never, I've never even heard of Joy Division. And, you know, he's copied <laughs> off that. It's so. like saying I've never heard the Beatles. I mean, if you're a musician or whatever, you can't say shit like that, can you? When your music sounds exactly yeah, like no, they're not like the biggest band in the world, voice? but if you like if you play this kind of music, you must have heard them at some point. You of, course, have. of course you course <laughs> That's ridiculous, isn't it? That's, that's like a, a I mean joke, I can imagine a, uh yeah, of course, like I'd say I don't believe it. I can imagine a Korean K pop band saying they've never heard of Joy Division, but yeah. not a guitar band that plays gloomy music with a guy who sings in a deep voice about fucking like miserable things. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> I <mean? laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't even name a K pop band, I don't know anything about it. Gladly, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> 
So have you got a favourite song or anything you want to talk about on the album? Yes, I mean, uh, uh, again, I mean, uh, like I've already said, a lot of the songs are grown on us. I think this is the third time that I've listened to the album, and okay. I, this is I've enjoyed it. Listen to this the most, you know. I listened okay. to it twice today, and I really enjoyed it. But I think, um, I mean, it's the singles in it that pop out, but like Obstacle One, which yeah. is like a banger, which is just wonderful and stuff like that. But I think PDA is my favourite. Yeah, well, because it was mid. your favourite before you forgot. <laughs> Even though I can't remember that. <laughs> it, it could, it's like, you know, when you, you say that I've been to an Ocean Colour Scene concert and I can't remember being there. Yeah. It's like that, isn't it? <laughs> I, was tell, I was telling Lennon about that. Oh, apparently I've seen these, Lennon. But I can't remember a thing about it. There you go. <laughs> There's loads of bands. I saw The Killers at a festival. No recollection of that whatsoever, other than when I first <laughs> saw them on top of the pops or something, I was like, Ah, these are familiar. It's <laughs> uh-huh. strange, that, uh-huh. isn't it? Yeah, it is strange. But yeah, but PD is it's brilliant. I, I love the guitars, the multi layered sort of guitars on there. Yeah, and the riffs at the end, there's the, on a lot of the songs, there's, there's like brilliant sort of riffs at the end which i love uh-huh and okay. I, like i say i've got this zombie guitar game and it's fucking it's really hard to play <laughs> well i think the guitarists are like absolutely class i know my mate mm-hmm. michael ross who's a guitarist and producer like he loves them i, I remember i think i'd probably not really listened to interpol for a while and when i met mick he was like he's like he's one of his guitar playing like heroes uh-huh. and i went to see interpol in a, a probably into it i think that's why i've written that i think i saw them in 2012 like for the 10 year anniversary of the album um, yeah in the riverside in newcastle and i remember mick was there as well and i remember watching i'd seen mick playing loads of bands without really thinking about interpol and uh, this isn't a slight on Mick whatsoever, but I saw Daniel Kessler playing guitar, and I was like, "Ah, okay, he really does like <laughs> like his yeah. guitar. He's had like one of his guitars is the same guitar, and like just the way he plays mm-hmm. is very like very clearly influenced by him." Um, but I think what's great about him as a guitarist is going from little kind of reverby and feedbacky uh, little picking motifs to massive riffs there's no solos mm-hmm. is there in the entire album there's no not no. a guitar solo in sight which i think is great as well another difference yeah. to the strokes um and different it's like most two guitar rhythm bands. guitarists yeah there's it, not really? just guitars kind of chopping against each other and playing off each other and i think that's it's like really good yeah um, and the thing that i like as well which is why you know you need to listen to the song songs all the way through is, is the melodic bits at the end, there always seems to be a melodic bit at the end, akin to, I don't know, akin to the Beatles and, and stuff like that on Abbey Road, where you've got to listen to it and there's a a, a nice melodic bit at the end. You yeah, know, it's, like, it's you true. Never give me your money. You know that little bit, like, yeah. at the end? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think that's... Similar to that. Um, I think you're right with the when you say, I didn't realise until I paid a bit more attention, the songs do go on a bit of a journey, I'm not sure that always is for the best, but it's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they start with what it's not like core uh, verse, chorus, verse, middle eight. I don't think any of them are like that. I don't, like, I don't think any of them are. And like, uh-huh. no guitar solos. 
they kind of just go on these journeys and uh, actually listen to so say hello to the angels is is my favorite. Is it? Well, I'll, I'll just listen to that just before you came on. Cliff. I, I, I think yes, that's a that's a grow on me for sure. I think I've listened to that about twenty times this week. You know, I've been driving around and stuff. Uh-huh. And I've just had it absolutely blasting. Like, and what I love about it is it starts like Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which and I mean, and it starts exactly like I the time. <laughs> it does. I've wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it goes into like this jangle, like as, as jangly as this band gets. It's got uh-huh. a great like rhythm, jangly rhythm, and uh, and I think the lyrics are great on this one as well. And it does yeah. go through that journey. There's a bit. I tell you one of the reasons, like it's a little bit soppy, but when I went to see them, it was the first gig that when I saw them in 2012, it was the first gig in five years or something or, or years anyway. Mm-hmm. And they were a little bit rusty, I, I suppose. And his voice was a bit rusty, that's for sure. But um, for the first few songs, but they started with this, and because it builds up and builds up and builds up, it was like. By the end of the song, they were in full flow. And I think the song, like, kind of allows them to... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Do that. In Cliff, you know when you play Cluedo? Mm-hmm. Are you always Colonel Mustard, are you? No. Well, you might have been, you know. No, I'm a major fuck you, is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that's fair enough, isn't it? That's fair enough. Anyway, I've also got myself an incense stick. Oh, do you, are, you, are you a hippie type? Right? Do you like burning stuff like that? Me, me dad loves these scented candles, do you know? Yeah. Do you know what? Fair play to them. I love them mm-hmm. as well. I know it's like... A, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a girly thing to do, whatever, but I don't... I no, have no you like truck it, you like any it. That stuff. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, this is from Monty Don's book uh, Down to Earth, of course. It's Sunday bestseller. <laughs> Sunday time bestseller. This is where all this is. I, I quite, yes, it is. I quite like this uh, doomsday vision of the seasons from Monty. See <laughs> okay, if you like it. Autumn. The year turns in on itself on the 23rd of September, which is the autumn equinox. Day and night hang too briefly in balance, then tip towards the dark, and the year is lost. <laughs> Quite apocalyptic it is. day of view for Everything a gardener, that, isn't it? October onwards. Not yeah. um, He's been reading a bit too much Stephen King, Brett, hasn't well, I've realised that you've actually got the book of that. I'm surprised. Yes. Why? I do Why? have it. It was a gift from my mother-in-law. Because we used to watch Monty Don, and, I, and I, I, it's a very funny program. That is it called Garden as sure well. About or his name. I feel like his name's the wrong way around. <laughs> That's it. That's one of the funny things. <laughs> but the main funny thing is, is like it's just like a carry on film throughout. There's lots oh, of like, like innuendo, and fucking... yeah, <laughs> he can't help himself. You watch okay. it, there's loads of I stuff. I, I mean, Garden's very know. much like that, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Clemens. I don't really know that, that much about. Like, I don't think I like I don't him. either, but I don't think I, I'm wary of him. I'll see I'm that. suspicious of him, for sure. <laughs> He's on your list, is he? He's, on list. <laughs> <laughs> He's in there yeah. with the Malkovich in that, is he? Malkovich, Goldblum, uh-huh. Uh-huh. the former Newcastle United defender, Helder. <laughs> Kevin Kilban. Kilban, of course. <laughs> no, not Kevin Kilban. He played for us. Killer Kilban. Oh, God. That's <laughs> right. Brian Kilkline. Brian, yeah, that's him. I think it was Steve. How he told a story where they cut off his ponytail or something. He was furious. Yeah, well, I wouldn't get on the wrong side of him. And I, he's called Killer. You don't, don't mess with people called Killer, do you? No, like, where'd he get that nickname from? Exactly, more fool them. Anyway, the wine's mad. gone, by the way. So, oh, what are you, what are you on now? Back on the four roses. Four roses. I think the apple's long did, gone. Did you see that Will Ferrell um, was at the QPR Sunderland game or whatever? And he, he, he sent a message to the Sunderland fans. And what I thought was even, what well, I didn't really find that funny, but what I thought was funny. It was, was funny afterwards. Was Sunderland, well, I thought it was funny. Sunderland fans going, ah, Will Ferrell. Ah, look at that. He was just joking. As if, as if he gives a fuck. Like he's just, <laughs> he said, Sunderland fans' tears will be running so hard they will fill their mouth up and they'll drown uh-huh. on their own sorrows. And Sunderland <laughs> fans are like, ah, Ferrell. Ah, we showed you. <laughs> like, 
You definitely it was just a joke. Not know what's no, wasn't going it? On. <laughs> he, 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 uh, he definitely just. I mean, I, I'm sure he's going to be devastated However, that he's upset Salon fans. Were we going to talk any more about this band? So we've talked about the yes. album. We've said our favourite songs from the album, and I think that's fine. The rest of the album all hangs together well. Probably the second or last song is called The New. That's the only one yes. I don't really know. I don't know why. I, I like I, I can't. That's not memorable for me. The rest of them I uh-huh. recognise. The last song I think is brilliant. Um, it is Lee Ferguson. Lee Ferguson, yeah. Uh, but yeah. that second or last song, that's the only one that is like anonymous for me. I like it all. I mean, it, it, like I've said, it, it grows on you. It, but it, it's a listening. They're a listening band, aren't they? They're not. I mean, it. it probably, you know, if they've got any feel into them or whatever, is apart from slow hands, I think, there's not really a song that you can switch on and instantly sort of, oh, I like this one type thing. It takes a little bit of time yeah, to get into evil, them. Evil's like that, I think. Yeah, Evil's like that, I think, as well. Yeah, maybe um but yeah I, I think but that's not you know the detriment of them or anything like that just it's different great types and of bands again very different it is to the just stroke. different type of band that's like i don't mm-hmm. know, i keep making that comparison but two bands that played their first gigs together came out about the same time and yeah you know put a stroke song on you it's good on the radio isn't it like you you keep it on mm-hmm. you sing along to it like you're probably not going to get an interpol song on the radio like Last night, yeah, I mean, continue you, sh- to be you should do it, shouldn't you? I mean, yeah, because I, the, so. the, I mean, I love this album, I think it's really good, and I, I like a, a lot of the other you know singles and stuff like that, you know, all the rage back home yeah. and stuff. Yes, yeah, so I was going to ask you stuff. what about after this? Do you do uh, you listen to the next album, the next album, the next album, or what? Yeah, so I, I've listened, I, I, I guess I'm guilty of not doing what my advice has just said type thing, you know, I am sat and listened to all of the albums all the way through, which I think is what you need to do with this band to get, you know, the best out of them, that's what I think. Yeah. So I've listened to odd songs, you know, like All the Rage Back Home and stuff, Evil, stuff like that. <laughs> the quiz! My good friend is Interpol an international crime. Yes, of course. So Interpol, of, of course, course, it is a terrible. Like their SEO is awful because obviously yes. they're, they're don't worry. It's not, a, it's not. It's not. It's not strictly about Interpol because the country that you're living in is involved with some of the issues. Okay, Let's well, see. I'll take the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. Interpol came under the control of who in 1938, Cliff? 1938's the giveaway. What was I'm happening? I'm going to say uh, under the control of Nazi Germany. Yes, it was the Nazis. Yes, indeed. Well done. Some of these are quite hard, actually, Cliff. Okay. What is the biggest bank heist in history? Is it that one that's on BBC at the moment, on the gold, which I want to watch? It's uh, not. Brinks it's Matt, not. Matt, if, I, if I said Saddam Hussein, okay, was would it that help you? Saddam Hussein? Yeah, it was Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Central Bank of Iraq robbery by said Saddam Hussein. Okay. What he did was, he, it was when the Iraq war was kicking off in 2003, right? He sent his son with a handwritten note to the bank to claim 
one billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and they just drove it away and they never saw it again. You know what, Brett? It's probably an unpopular opinion, but I've got a lot yes. of time for some of these lads that were running these countries. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot of time for despots. <laughs> Have it's you? mad, isn't it? Like the stuff they did, but you know. We're not going it to get into mad. geopolitics now, but that's that's a good thing, I think, what he did there. Well, that's a funny thing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Next one. On the 21st of August, 1911. Now, I'm sure you can cast your mind that far back. Yeah. Which painting was stolen from the Louvre by two brothers who hid in the storeroom dressed as workmen? Was it? Well, I'm going to say the Mona Lisa. It's well, well done for saying that because that is the right answer. Okay, well, thank it you. Was the, it was the Mona Lisa. Nobody noticed it was missing for 26 hours because apparently oh. it wasn't that famous then. Well, it wouldn't have been queued around the block like there is now. <laughs> right? it, no, it wasn't the, the painting it is today. There's a lot. The reasons why it's famous is because of this, this theft oh, okay. of the painting. Well, they didn't, why didn't they take it anywhere? The date it wasn't recovered for two years. Oh, really? What okay. you uh huh? And they tried to sell it, and the police got them and stuff like All that. Right, okay. So that's what happened there. Um, Cliff, what is a blood diamond? Do you know what a blood diamond is? No, it's not a good thing. I don't need, I tell you what, Brett, blood I diamond do, isn't do, a good diamond. I do know the. <laughs> what is a hot spot? Not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I could give you the answer, Brett, but it's too distressing. It is too distressing. It's a diamond mined in a war zone that is sold to finance perhaps some warlord's crimes. To Leonardo DiCaprio. It's also a Leonardo DiCaprio film, which okay. I've seen. You went <laughs> slow there, like pretty stuff. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> which I've seen and can't remember. So it's probably. I've never watched that. No, well done then. Hey, Cliff, we'll all agree that Hercule Poirot is a bit of a dick, don't we? Yeah, of course. Never never read <laughs> or seen a single thing with him in, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but can you name an actor that has played him? There's of a course. few. I can name two. Ha, ha, ha. Go on then. <laughs> uh, David Suchet. Yes, the Suchets. And uh, there's another one, isn't there? There's a few. Well, there's another I'll give you a clue, Cliff. And also well, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh. The clue is, he's one of your favourite actors, and we've talked about him on this very podcast, Cliff. He's on your list. Oh, Malkovich did it. Malkovich. You've got to get him in there <laughs> twice, haven't we? He's in there. You could have had Albert Finney. You've said used enough. Ian Holm. <laughs> <laughs> did you not say that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did. You like Peter Eustonoff, don't you? You like his monologues and that? He's a, what a raconteur. He certainly is. He certainly is. Ian Holm, who's like okay. Bilbo Baggins and stuff. Yeah. Um, Alfred Molina. Orson Welles, He's apparently. On the list. He's on the list Molina's as well. Alfred the Molina. <laughs> no way. Yeah, you can't put him on the list. 100% Why? on the list. Why? Not sure about <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> All right, fair he's enough. on the list. He's keeping out Tom Conti. 
just he's just edging them out, is he? <laughs> edging them out as if the list full. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like that we should do a podcast on your on your list, shouldn't we? On your we'll do it. I'll happily suspected paedophile list. No, it's not not all paedophiles, just suspicious, <laughs> just suspicious characters. And that that's it, to be honest. Okay, man. well that's good. Well, thank you for that, Brett. Um, talking about some real suspicious characters there. There's real <laughs> suspicion falling mm-hmm. upon them, doesn't there? Well, we've got music, Brett, haven't we? We have, we have. We've got we've got music from uh, from good old Newcastle uh-huh. this week. Newcastle, Newcastle, it... as they pronounce it there. Newcastle. Newcastle. How do they say Gateshead? Gateshead. 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 I don't know. Anyway, we don't need to worry ourselves about that. No, we don't. Because that's across the bridge, isn't it? Newcastle. Holly Newcastle. Newcastle. Holly Do I have to say a Newcastle lass? Do I have to use the word lass? Yes, I think I think we do need to say that, yes. Okay. I think we've had Holly on before, haven't we? Um I it could know. very well be of being the same song. We're not I, sure. I, no, Brett, I was making a joke because it's called Missing Out in brackets again. And you sent me yes. the link saying, we've got this song called Missing Out and then in brackets again. And I said, oh, if we had it before. And you took it very seriously. <laughs> oh, right. It wasn't a very good joke, though, was it, Cliff? No, it's not. They're often not. But... <laughs> <laughs> Well, but the, the ironic thing is, right, is that I do think we've actually played this before. But but we played an acoustic version of it, and this is a reworking of it. Honestly, I'd... I'm not joking. Okay, well, I, I still like it, so that's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good, isn't it? Well, this and is called Missing out, out Again. Missing Out Again, yes, it's our 3rd of March. Mm-hmm. And, and there's it's a, a gig it's a good in Newcastle on the 5th of March. Uh, I can't remember, a tap room or something like that, you said. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, we can follow her on Twitter or whatever and find out. You've got a small window can. of time to do that if you listen to this when it comes out. But uh, well, well, you have a Cliff who thinks that 10 days from the last podcast is a month. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't let him sort your calendar out, that's all I'll say. <laughs> And that calendar? is exactly one month and away. <laughs> I was listening to that uh, in the in the car, and I thought that made us laugh. <laughs> right, this is Holly Reese. Enjoy it because it's brilliant. Um, we'll see you next time. <laughs> I know what you're up to. <laughs> Maybe you were just afraid of missing out
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.